like the more expensive stuff because I guess it's had a lot enough time Smoother. to yeah it's had enough time to sit and remove the shit flavor from it. So we'll have to do that when we go to uh, Boston for uh... yes. <laughs> Dude, I can't wait. Dude, I'm I'm like that's my next Christmas as far as I'm fucking concerned. The places. <laughs> Dude, stop. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, I'm sorry. Right, hang on a second. Let me check. <laughs> now, you, you sound good now. How do I sound? Does oh, it sound okay? Yeah, you sound good. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually now speaking to you from the beast. Sweet. Yeah, I... I uh... Uh, Jeremy, if you're listening, you'll never believe it. I actually remembered the shit you said when we had our like 45 minute how to set up voice meter banana session, and I think I've got it. Yeah, I, I figured we keep it simple this week. You know, nothing uh, too formal, too crazy. Nope. You know, talk about our Christmas, and then uh, obviously with it being two days from my birthday and the dawn of the new year, I figured we could. Uh, you know, just talk about some of our, you know, favorite gaming experiences of 2018 or things that shocked us, things that wowed us, and maybe some of our worst. It's been a weird year. It's been a real yeah. weird year for gaming. I mean, there's been some some home runs, and there's been some fumbles, man. Holy shit. <laughs> I am happily drinking, and, uh... uh I don't have any more whiskey after this, so I made it a strong one. So it should be good. Uh, wait, are we recording now? I just kind of let it roll a while ago, so. Oh, again. I didn't even know that. That's funny. <laughs> Fuck oh, so it. What do you drink? So what kind of what are you drinking? Some some Crown uh, Royal type stuff for that? Yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. The Royal Reserve, the undercover Crown Royal. Yep. I literally well, did a comparison, man. I did a comparison like three weeks ago. I mm -hmm. got myself some Crown Royal, and I was like. This fucking tastes the same as Royal Reserve, and it's twenty dollars more a bottle. Um, hmm. yeah. So we know which one I went with. I took uh, the yeah. I took the fifteen over the thirty five. <clears throat> I am currently drinking a. This seem I seem to drink one of these every time we record. It's an uh, it's a PA Tux again. I gotta get I, me one of those. I can't get enough of these. There's, it's probably almost gone. But next time I go to Giant, if I see a four pack, I'll pick one up for you. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. Because um, they're really good. Uh, they're one of my. I think that's. I think it's my favorite. Dogfish head. Now you're you're not a whiskey fan, right? Not really. I uh, not really. I actually just had uh, some Japanese whiskey. Um, hmm. I gotta tell you. Like sake or no 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 rice sake, or... sake is rice wine. I mean straight up yes. straight up whiskey. Okay, um, Japan. Good. Oh my god. Well, so I, I I was so shocked by it. I actually started reading up on it, <clears throat> and uh, it's called Suntory. If you ever saw Lost in Translation, uh, Bill. I oh, that's a great Bill Murray movie, man. Really good Bill Murray movie. Is but there he... any bad Bill Murray movies? Not really. Even that Steve Zissou one grows on you after a while. <laughs> but um, like it, it, he's a he's kind of a washed not washed up but like coming to the end of his career actor and he's over 
Japandering, as they call it. Uh, he, you know, he's a a famous actor that they love over there. So he's going over there to do a commercial, and he does it for Suntory whiskey. And um, so I finally got to have some a couple weeks back, and and I've been a big fan of Irish whiskey for a long time. That's usually been my preference. Mm-hmm. But Japanese whiskey seems to be this really awesome kind of meat in the middle between Irish whiskey and scotch. Like scotch, hmm. scotch is a little bit too rough for me. Like it's it's too uh, too harsh. I mean, I'll put it to you this way: the the only scotch I ever really liked, and I mean really liked, was uh, I think four hundred dollars a bottle. So. I knew, yeah, it was, um, my old boss, when I worked at C-Panel, got, um, a present for another one of my coworkers for his wedding, and he basically got him the, I don't know if it was a 25-year or a 50-year, uh, I think it was McAllen, and it was incredible, like, I don't know what happens in that damn amount of years, it was probably the 25-year, because that's, that sounds about right. But it is so good. Like, it, it takes all the shit I hate, like, I don't like about scotch, and it's gone. And it's just that really good flavor of what makes scotch and whiskey, you know, what they are. And, uh, but yeah, that's when I knew scotch wasn't for me. So, I tried this uh, Centauri, and, like, I'm really into these Japanese whiskeys now. Well, or at least the one I tried, so I want to try more. But there's a problem. <laughs> Japan's a really small place. Mm-hmm. And um they can only output so much whiskey for export and it's become really popular uh, amongst, you know, whiskey drinkers. So now, you know, you're going to pay 30 to it, it's usually averages around 40 to 50 dollars a bottle out here by me depending on what you buy. Mhm. And um but I'll tell you what, it tastes like a $90 bottle of uh, <laughs> Irish whiskey that I had. It's it's damn good. So, for anyone that likes to uh, drink the whiskey, I highly recommend uh, dipping the feet in the uh, Japanese whiskeys because they're really good. Really good. But, uh, yeah. yeah, well, my, my brother's a bourbon. Dustin's a bourbon drinker. He likes bourbon and scotch. Okay. So, I'll have to see if you ever tried this stuff. He and I got to hang one time. I think we'd uh I think we'd have a great time. I think the three of us need to get together and have a few drinks and then just push a record button and see what happens. <laughs> that sounds, yeah, that sounds good. Uh but yeah, no. Um and I like bourbon. Um, I see I can't I can't do that stuff. He always tries to get me to try some. And like I'll do a couple sips, but it's just it's not for me, man. Like, you know, it's not like I'm not like, "Oh my god, it's the worst thing ever." You know, and No, but it's just it's just not for me. You don't enjoy it. Like you have to. Like, you got to yeah. enjoy it. And if I, if I'm gonna sit there and drink a like a like a hard something harder, it's mm-hmm. probably just gonna be something like gin. See, and that's funny because like I I have a hard time with with gin. Ah, uh, gin, and I squeeze some lime in it, and I'm good. Well, okay, so I do make a drink. I I stole the recipe from a Casino Royale with mm-hmm. uh, Daniel Craig, mm-hmm. but you get um. Uh, two measures of Gordon's gin, two measures of half decent vodka, half half a measure of this stuff called uh, Lillette, uh, Kine Lillette. It's a gold colored aperitif. You can get it in wine and spirits. Uh, shake it up, 
pour it over ice and throw a, a lemon peel slice in it. Hmm. It is phenomenal. I mean, Gordon's gin's not even that expensive, so it's like no. that's one of the few times I really like gin. If I if I get the stuff to make those, one time mm-hmm. we'll hang out. I'll I'll fucking bring my shaker and I'll make a a couple pictures of those. They go down scarily smooth and uh, hmm. tasty shit. But yeah, it- you might like Irish whiskey because you sound like me, dude. Like bourbon. You know, again, it's one of those, like, I like the more expensive stuff because I guess it's had a lot, enough time Smoother. to... Sh- yeah, it's had enough time to sit and remove the shit flavor from it. <laughs> um, but, no, Irish whiskey is where it's at for me. There, There's something in the way that uh, the ingredients they use and the way that it's distilled, it's, it's, a, very, it's a naturally smooth liquor. Yeah, you're, the drink you were just describing, the gin one, actually reminds me of. I had this one called uh, French Seventy Seven already. Mm-hmm. At this, we went out. My, my wife and I went out to dinner once, and it was like this kind of yuppie place, and they had this drink, and it was much better than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's gin. Like, do you ever hear of elderflower liquor? Yes. So it's that. It's lemon juice, and like you just top it off with a little bit of champagne to give it like Ooh, a effervescence. Bubbles, yeah. Like a bubbling, you know, just you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. I pound. I I actually drank that thing way too fast. Um, <laughs> and I was feeling pretty good after one, but uh, that sounds. They, really they had good. it on special. It was it was tasty, uh, and it went down really easy too. Um, and I'm not a really big champagne person, but I don't well, know. Yeah. It didn't really add. It didn't really add much to the flavor. I think it, it just was gave just you a carbonation. Much, right. That was yeah. it. So it was good though. If you ever get a chance to try one of those, I like a good yeah. cocktail. I, I like I like a good mixer. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll have to do that when we go to uh, Boston for. Uh... Yes, <laughs> dude, I can't wait. Dude, I'm I'm like that's my next Christmas as far as I'm fucking concerned. Seriously, I can't, <laughs> I can't wait. wait. <laughs> yes, yes. We'll repeat it again. We are going to Pax Northeast this year. Cannot wait. But uh, so, how was your Christmas, man? Um, it was good. Um. It's been busy this whole this whole week's just been really busy. Uh, you know, it's funny. Usually, I'm, I'm, my home life is chill and my work life is busy. It's completely reversed. <laughs> Same <laughs> work here. has been work has been slow because you know projects are wrapped up. You know, the end of the year stuff. No one's going to start a new project now. It'd be pointless. So and nobody's there. You know, correct. Everybody takes off. But it, so it, it's been busy at home though. Um, we didn't really have to travel much, which was nice. But the kids had a really nice time. Great. Uh, Calvin is at that stage where he's super excited about everything he gets. Like I could have wrapped up an avocado and he would have been like, Oh my God, I got an avocado. How great is that? How great is that? He's like shoving socks in my face that he got from his (laughs) grandma, you know? So, um, Liam, on the other hand, he got everything he asked for, except an air horn. He wanted an air horn to blow in uncle Dustin's face. I'm real glad Santa forgot that for you. And I'm like, I told him like, dude, He's like, I asked Santa. I'm like, I told Santa no. Because you can blow out some eardrums. There's absolutely not getting an air horn. <laughs> so he was a little bratty, I want to okay. say. But like, So we need to teach him to like, you know, be thankful for what he gets instead of like that. You know, you know cause I think next year we might try to volunteer at like a, a food bank or a uh, like a toy giveaway. So like he can see that not every kid is... <sighs> As, as lucky, lucky as he is yeah. to have what we have, you know. Sure. And uh, 
So, and I think he kind of forgets a little bit and he's five. Listen, listen, he's five. Well, so it's, it's so funny. It's, like it's, our it's kids the are the same age, like, right. You know, Paige and Mia have that same age gap and they're both at the same place. Like Mia was thrilled with everything she got, like mm-hmm. so happy. And Paige was too, but like we've noticed lately, like if Mia gets something, you know, they they went to the store today and they got like, Mia grabbed a couple of the surprise eggs for her and Paige. Mm-hmm. You know, of course Amber got them, but it was one of those like she wanted to get one and she wanted to make sure Paige got one, and um, it was one of those like Russian doll style things where there was like three or four of them stacked together and you pull a layer apart and you get another one, another toy or whatever, mm-hmm. and um. <clears throat> Mia got one thing and Paige got the other and one of them and Paige is like, I really wish I had that one. I'm like, but yeah, you have this and it's really cool. Like you can't always get, you know, everything that you want. So it's just weird. You say that we're like exactly at the same place as of like, Mm -hmm. you know, a week or two ago. Yeah. And once, and once he got opened his gifts and we started playing with him, he was, he was totally fine. Like everything was great. He's having a good time. The one thing he was asking for, for the past year was Splatoon 2. Mm-hmm. And so I made sure like that was the last gift he opened. Oh, I, I was tell you about that too. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh man, this is going to be great. Like he's going to be super excited. Like this is all he's been talking about. And he opened, he's like, oh cool. I got Splatoon 2. <laughs> and I'm like, you little shit. <laughs> we had, we had kind of the opposite, um, a reaction. Well, and we were kind of evil about it too. And I'll, I'll speak lower just so I don't carry over the closed door. But, you know, all year, all Paige has wanted was the Barbie Ultimate Dream House. Mm-hmm. And she she asked Santa for it every time she saw him. She wanted it, she wanted it, she wanted it. And um, <clears throat> so, so God bless her, man. Christmas Eve, it's fucking like 12 midnight. Amber is sitting there putting this fucking monstrosity together. And this goddamn thing is huge. It's huge. And, um... So we're trying to figure out where we're going to store it. You know, of course, we tried to carry it over to the bathroom. Didn't work because uh, the thing was too fucking big. So we basically stuck it in the corner of the kitchen and threw a blanket over it. It was all wrapped up, you know, but we threw a blanket over it just to kind of... If she saw that, she wouldn't go towards it. But if she saw wrapping paper, she'd have flipped her shit. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> we go through the whole thing, opening all the presents. She got everything else she wanted, you know, and I got on video. And we're like, what do you think of Christmas? She's like... And she just looked so sad. She's like, I think Santa forgot my Barbie dream house. And <laughs> she just looked like she was ready to cry. And um, so Amber and I, well, why don't you go check your room? You know, go give one more check. So her and Mia run upstairs. And then <laughs> Amber and I are scrambling, like, pull the blanket off. Like, we couldn't wait anymore. We're like, oh, my God, I feel so bad. Like, she's so hurt. And we push the, you know, push the dream house over. And then... uh she comes charging down there. We're like, hey, wait, look, there's something else over in the kitchen. And she sees it and she just starts tearing open the giant wrapping paper. And she goes, oh my God. And just like lost her <laughs> shit. So, That's awesome. Yeah, for next time. Like, you know, save it for last. We're like, well, I think that might be it. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, that's kind of what I was shooting for with being the last last gift. I thought yeah, like that would sure. that would have been the one. But <laughs> you know what? It's fine. He played it for like five minutes and was like, you know, I think I like the first one better. I'm like, dude, you played for five minutes. So. <laughs> he's a born critic. <laughs> I, I, he's like, yeah, can we play Smash? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm not, I, can't, I can't say no to Smash. So, oh, that's so funny. 
but I've been playing Splatoon 2, so I'll just roll right into that. Um, it's 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 good. Uh, I think it's better than the first one. Um, I played online for the first time last night, and because I, I I didn't have enough space for the sure. uh, up, for the uh, patch, because it was like a two point nine gig patch, because it came out a while ago. Yeah, my so brother in law has it. He loves it. Yeah, I, I cleared off about two point nine gig, uh, two point something, I guess, whatever. I cleared space. It downloaded. I played last night. It was me, a couple level forty fives, and some other like you know in between my level and forty five, <clears> and I <throat> fucking smoked all of them. Nice. I was like, holy shit! Like when? Because I I was not that good on the Wii version. Um, I played, but I wasn't that great. And I kind of think it might have been the giant controller, or I just Probably. sucked. Either way, when I played this one, I was like, I was dead on. I mean. I was kicking ass last night, so... <laughs> That's cool. I've been enjoying that. Uh, so they got some other cool stuff, but uh, I, I, to be honest, I didn't get too much this year because, um, you know, we got the camper. Sure. Uh, my parents got me... You know, they always get me some clothing and stuff. Heather got me a snowboarding pass, so that'll be nice. That's awesome. But uh, <clears throat> this, this is the first year, I think, since I was five that I got zero video game-related stuff. Wow. Which... Is okay because I mean I just bought Smash. Right, um, you kind of got what you wanted already. Like, what would you have gotten? Uh, I probably would have asked for like some VR stuff. Okay, but fair enough. It's not to be honest though. <laughs> like, it's, those things are like ten. You can get good games for ten to twenty bucks for VR. So it's not like I can't just get it whenever I want it anyway. Well, I should share my recommendation with you that I've been doing, and that sure, um, sure. I, I ask the in-laws or anyone else asks what they want what they want to get me for Christmas. Steam gift cards. Yeah, that would be good. I I would get the PlayStation or you know PlayStation, PlayStation but, in your but, case, but yeah. same similar similar thing. I mean, I'd take a Steam gift card too because I do game on PC sometimes when the fucking well, thing is working. Right, but for you, VR is on PS4, so you just you get your get your PS you know PlayStation Store gift card. And, so, uh, speaking yeah. of VR, now you played the Vive <laughs> Rift. Oh, you played the Rift. You played the yes. Oculus Rift. Ah, oh, shit. All right. So, how would you think that? I know you were only on the the PSVR for a couple minutes because you had to get back to work. But like, right, right. As far as as far as visuals, were they really that far off? Yes. <laughs> I'm, oh, sorry. So I'm sorry. I'm like, sorry. But... Okay. I'm also playing on an on an uh, on an OG PlayStation Four. I don't have the Pro, which the adds a little bit. That would more. probably make a difference. Um, and it looked great. It looked great on yours, but it's just again you have to take into factor my main Christmas present. Which was a built to the balls PC. Um, <clears throat> you know, not only can I run VR, but I can run it on fucking, you know, ultra settings on PC. And I think that's what makes the difference. It's not so much the headset as much as it is the PC running it. But, yeah. um, well, I think it's a little, it's, I mean, it's obviously, it's a little bit of both. But, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, right. for, from a physical peripheral standpoint, um, mm-hmm. I, I like the, I like the Rift a little better just because it's easier for me to adjust once I have it on my head. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you don't have to pull, like, a strap up top. Like, there's... <clears throat> it's just a little bit easier to get on and get acclimated to. Um, but other than that, like... That's that's uh, interesting because a lot of what I've read for Between the Two, that the PlayStation was actually the preferred headset itself. I, I mean, I mean, there's other... Believe me, there, there's, there's big minuses with the PlayStation 1. But you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> moving, in, moving in the chair. <laughs> oh yeah, it's the chair, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta turn right, my, yeah, uh, I gotta yeah. turn my gate up. <laughs> yeah, just like, just like it was my dog, sure. <laughs> <laughs> 
but anyway, <laughs> anyway, anyway. I gotta tell you, my biggest my biggest minus went to PlayStation VR. <laughs> Dude, stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Alright, I'm sorry. I'm good to go. Oh, oh shit, poor choice of words. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? But uh, right. <laughs> yeah. my biggest beef with the PlayStation VR is the track. You, you said don't have... beef. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, I'm good. I'm good. All right. So your biggest complaint uh, with the PlayStation. That joke was a stinker. It sure was. Oh man. So uh my biggest beef though is the tracking. If you don't have that camera at like the perfect spot, okay. The tracking is very difficult. Now it's not hard to set up the camera in the perfect spot. You can get a cheap tripod. Right sure. now I have mine. I found and I had a tripod on mine and I found out that it really wasn't that great the tripod I had. Okay. Um but I have it on top of my TV right now and that seems to be the best um <clears throat> tracking that I have and I just move it up or down if I'm sitting I point it down a little more if I'm standing you know I can move it up a little and it's been and it's been great but I know like the 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 vibe the tracking on that is ridiculous if you get whole room what you put oh, you put the dude, four cameras in the corner you dude. get whole room tracking that's amazing yeah i mean the way i'm just looking around now now that you mentioned i'm trying to find the fucking cameras that luke set up but i have basically the way that it's set up <clears throat> it, it pretty much has my whole room tracked and it will grid you know when you hit the boundary and you see the grid and all that shit It'll nope. grid not just the wall, but where it detected there's a lot of shit that would probably kill me. Mm-hmm. Um, it detects that as well, so I kind of have a very good sense of my boundaries and uh, that. I mean, we we'll, we can talk about it in a bit, but that that has been my favorite experience of 2018 has been virtual reality. Like you kind of got me started with the PSVR, but holy shit, did we have fun! It's a good time. Did you see the the video we posted? Um, It was before Christmas. I had a party. It was like Friday night. Luke came over. That was the night he came over with the Rift. And I posted that video of my brother-in-law playing uh, uh, Robo Recall. You know what? I have not been on Facebook all that much recently. Um, And sorry to the Save Point group. I posted minor things here and there. So I did not see the video, actually. But I will have to watch that. Did you post it on Save Point? Yeah, yeah. I put it on the Save Point. It, It, Dude... Ross I'll watch is, it after we cast. He he's a hardcore gamer, man. Like he's been playing games pretty much since he was like four years old. And um he stepped away from that and literally said this was the best fucking experience I've ever had in my life. Hmm. Like he got so into it. You'll see it in the video too. Like he's like he's like weaving and diving and like practically jumping across the room at one point to get away from these robots and <laughs> he just he loved it and i did too man like you like i said you got me started but then um we played robo recall i played um i don't know if you saw the video i posted that video too uh me and jeremy from bad fodder figures played uh from other sons mm-hmm. that is fantastic especially if you can play it with somebody else it's like uh, f- uh, faster than light. You ever play that FTL? I have. So it's kind of like that, except in VR, in first person, and you know, it's even better if you could play it with somebody else. And um, hmm. <clears throat> it's wicked fun, man. Him and I played for a while. Got some great video from it. And um, ah, eh, fuck it. We'll just move into like 
part of our uh, again this is kind of a mini episode sorry for i haven't done any of the introductions obviously it's alan kyle uh they know who we are by they now. they know who we are by now and um Nick is is off. He is going. He's actually up in New York State right now at, at the cabin that we all used to hang out at. Uh, and I think they've just upgraded to sat phone internet there. So obviously he can't go on Discord. Um, but it's it's like middle of nowhere. But he sends his best. And uh, so we're just kind of shooting the shit here. And and I think the theme of what we were going to talk about was going to kind of just be our our favorite gaming experiences of 2018. And I think the reason I wanted to choose that is it's not just... I, I don't want to just talk about our favorite game much more than just talking about, okay, so something that was a game you enjoyed. Like, at what point in that game were you just completely, like, jacked in? Like, holy shit, this is awesome. This is so much fun. And mm-hmm. I have a bunch of examples of that <clears throat> uh, from this year. But um, hold on, i got to scoot my beautiful... Uh, gaming chair a little close to the mic my wife hit a homer for christmas she got me a bona fide gaming chair um especially with working remotely this damn thing is so comfortable (laughs) that's awesome yeah Yeah, i saw it it looks really cool it was so cool man like that that was you know you get that that gift you never saw coming like you never uh yeah like, you didn't know you wanted it. You never thought in a million years you'd get it. And then there it is. And that's that's what this was. I was like, oh, my God. Like, And I, I don't know. It's my favorite thing I got this year. I, I told her. I'm like, I don't think you realize how big a home run you hit. <laughs> this is awesome. But, um, but, yeah, I mean, going into some of my favorites of 2018, I can't say it enough, man. VR is the future. 100%. Um, and, and now that I've done it for a while, I wanted to talk to you about it because you obviously have the PSVR. Mm-hmm. Um, first thing, Jeremy was flipping out cause he got a uh, Skyrim VR for Christmas mm-hmm. and his reaction was, I never need another role-playing game again. Like he loves being able to sling spells with one hand and swing the sword with the other and, mm-hmm. and, <clears throat> and uh, it and, sounds like a blast. When... So that was the first game I played on VR uh-huh. <clears throat> when, when I bought it. I did a demo at Best Buy just because I wasn't sure if I was going to get super nauseous or not. And right, right. It was, it, was, it was a concern, and I was like, sure. oh, no, I'm good. I'm good. And don't get me wrong. I've had my moments where I got nauseous, but it depends on the game. Um, Very much so, and we'll get to that. Yeah, so um, I put that in, and, you know, you're going down the sequence when you're in, you're in the little cart because you're arrested, and... You're sitting there, and they're about to <laughs> chop your head off. And you look up, and you're like, oh, dude, like this dude's really going to chop my head <laughs> off. And you see the dragon fly in. And that's when you notice that everything's to scale. So it's not like, yeah. oh, wow, that dragon looks really big on the TV. It's it's more no, like, that dragon oh, fuck, looks oh, fucking fuck, that dragon's huge, and he's right in my goddamn face. Cause, you know, yeah. And it's just like, oh, this is fucking awesome. And like that... <laughs> That's the point where I was like, this this rules. Like, and then you know, you go progress through the game, you fight, and I like I'm doing magic. I'm I'm, I'm a, a dark elf or whatever it's called, but like, you know, I, I'm like shooting fire with my right hand while I'm healing myself with my left, and and I'm just you know going crazy beating these these dudes, and uh, it's been really cool. Like that was my my first foray to like deep deep dive into the VR besides yeah. just demo games, you know, and and it was. It's a really good one to start with. Um, I will say that 
it's a little blurry. It was a little blurry at first. They, there, sure. there was an update that pushed through, and I swear it looks better. Um, I know they were saying that the, the, you noticed the big enhancement on the Pro, um, but you, I think you still notice a difference on the OG. I noticed a little bit of a difference. It doesn't seem quite so cloudy, and uh, yeah, I don't feel quite <laughs> as weird when I'm done playing because there's times where I was done playing that game, and I felt a little weird when I take the headset off. I don't right. really feel that anymore. Okay. So... It, it, so I don't. I, I agree. It's a cool experience, especially especially if you never really played uh, Skyrim all that much. I mean, even if you have, it's a different experience. Yeah, but and, if you have, and I'll, I'll even say to its benefit. I mean, Jeremy played that. Like he'll tell you, like hours upon hours. You know, there's no reason for me to play this again. I've played it back, front, forwards. You know, whatever. And he said the same thing about Fallout. Actually, he he got Fallout Four VR. Mm-hmm. Uh, you oh, know. see, we don't have that on PlayStation yet. And um, he said, basically, like, um, it was, you know, as far as he was concerned, like, with Fallout 4, for as much as he's played it, and as as much as, you know, he's gone through it start to finish, when he played it in VR, it was like playing it for the first time all over again. And... You know, it was just a completely different um, experience. And he said the same thing about Skyrim. So, and I can understand that. There, There's a whole different layer when you put on virtual reality that mm-hmm. it, it brings something to the game that was never there. You know, it was always implied but it's like you're actually there. Right. And well, you're you're actually looking up at a snow-covered yeah, mountain. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not just something you see on a TV anymore. It's now like you're you looking up at this thing, you know, and up at the stars and shit at night too. Like, yeah. I, I already stood there for five minutes just looking at, like, the, the, the star and the weather coming in, and I'm like, man, this is fucking awesome. Like, yeah, for sure. Something I could do right outside my own house. <laughs> but yeah. you know what? Like, it, but it's it, so it, amazing it, in a game. Actually, give me, too. give like, me it's... two seconds. I have to run real quick. I'll be okay. a minute. I'll edit it out. Sorry about that. That's alright, it was more like 15 or 20 seconds, but you know, who's counting? <clears throat> Sucks getting old when all that whiskey decides it wants to come out at once. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so I think with... For me, with VR, what really did it for me, and I think this is where it beats all those dumb glasses and and everything else is the fact that it completely blocks out all of your vision, even your peripheral. Uh, It really is amazing when you think of the principle of, you know, what you see is what you believe. Mm -hmm. And um, everything I've played so far has pulled that wool over my eyes to where, you know... I know, you know, deep down, I know I'm not in that game, but my brain reacts as if I was, mm-hmm. and that is the craziest thing to me. Um, another good one to try, I, I, I got, um, I got access, you know, Luke gave me access to his, uh, his Rift account, his Oculus account, and there's a game called The Wizards. I think is what it's called. Oh, I think I heard of this one. That game is 
dope as fuck, dude. Like, literally, it is... It was one of it came out sort of in the beginning of its life, right? Yeah, kind of an early. It, it was an early access thing at first. Mm-hmm. And it was. It's a longer title one. It's not like one of those that only that you only play. No, for like a it's half a game. Hour, so it's it's, long. it's a game. It's not an experience. It's a straight up game. And um, man, oh man, like yeah. That was wild. Like you're going through the gestures that they show you to to cast a fireball, and then you grab it and you, and I I don't remember the PSVR's um controllers quite. They're the move controllers. Okay, because something with the the Oculus ones, like the way it has a grip and the way it has something like against your knuckles too, like. Mm-hmm. It, whatever it is, right? It feels like it's in your hand. Like, so if you bend down to pick something up and you hit the grip button, it feels like because the way the controller is, whatever you've reached down, like it's it's mentally fooled you into thinking that's it. I'm holding this right now. <clears throat> you know, <clears throat> and um. I, I, it really is something, man. Like I don't know any other way to to say it, um, but it it has been the coolest experience I've had for the past couple weeks in gaming. Um, so you picked up a Rift. Well, I'm still borrowing Luke's. Are you buying? I'm okay. Bar- I'm borrowing Luke's. I'm going to totally pick up a Rift. Um. Between now and Father's Day, probably before. If not, Amber knows what to get me. We've talked about it. <laughs> Do you um, think you're gonna try a vibe first to see which one you like better, or are you just nope. are you just like pretty much balls in getting a rift? Balls in getting a rift. And the only <laughs> reason I say that is, you know, I tried PSVR, and if you remember, I played that for a little bit, and um, I felt like not, and that was my first VR experience, so I can't really base it on mm-hmm. that. But I felt a little kind of woozy afterwards. I mean, it was gone by the time I got to your driveway. Mm -hmm. Um, I played the Rift for the better part of two hours the other night with Jeremy. And I had to go out because I was getting a headache. But that was because my glasses, like I've got new glasses coming next week, thank God, are so scratched to shit. Like mm-hmm. they're so they're so bad. Like I I should post a picture in the Discord so you can see how bad these are. To where like if I'm driving at night, like I don't even do I don't even drive at night anymore because headlights look like giant starbursts. <laughs> that sucks. It's real bad, and I need my glasses to see. So, but I had a, a minor headache from that, and that was after two hours. And I, I, all right, continuing on VR. <laughs> So, <laughs> the games I'm finding work really well for me are the ones where you can kind of, and the Wizards does this, where you can teleport to where you want to go next. You know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about? And, yeah, instead of locomotion. Yes. Mm-hmm. I know now, what you mean. Yeah, a lot, a lot of games use teleport, and you can actually do that in Skyrim, Doom. Okay. Um, I think most games, most games with movement, where you have to go forward and back and all, they, you can either do teleport or locomotion. I think even Resident Evil 7, you can do teleport. Oh I actually God. prefer locomotion because I think the teleport takes me out of it a little. Um, I mean, so I, I prefer the locomotion. 
I will try it. Uh, you know, I'm 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 an open-minded person. Um, but there's a dude. I think lo locomotion. I mean, the, the the teleportation. I think is good if you get motion sickness. Um, I did find that if I if I start with locomotion, I have an easier time easing into the game than I mean, I'm sorry. If I use the teleportation, I have an easier time getting into the game and then transferring over to locomotion. Okay. Than if I just jumped right into locomotion. Um, hmm. because a lot of it with like um so with Resident Evil, I can play that for a long time, but sometimes when I'm in like a tight area, I feel weird because the walls feel really close. Okay. And the ceiling's close, and but you know your your walls are not that far away. Yeah, right. So like that with teleportation would probably be better to use. But in in a game like Skyrim, when I'm out in like the open world, yeah, I'm fine either way, and I prefer the locomotion just because it's not so jarring sometimes. Okay, to like you know move from point A to point B in an instant. But it, you know what? The more ways they can play that they, they can they can have for people to adjust exactly. to the, what they like, the better. I mean. It's it's good that these games are are uh, are incorporating all this, and, and it's even one like Borderlands VR just came out for the uh, Borderlands Two VR came out yeah. for PS PS Four, and <clears> I think <throat> that that that's a must have for me because I love Borderlands and Such I great love game. cell shading, and uh, I think cell shading is perfect for VR. I was gonna say, how uh, cool would that be to feel like you're actually in that cell shaded yeah. environment? That'd be dope. So that and I think that's another one. I think someone did a review on that where they're like, "Oh, there's only one type of movement," and they didn't actually play the game, right? Uh, because there's multiple types of movement, and I love how these developers are adding all these different options. I mean, you can make yourself tall or short in Skyrim depending on how, like, to whatever makes you feel better. Okay. And like little things like that are just nice touches to have when you're playing a game, just in case someone doesn't feel good, you know? Right. Yeah, that's awesome. But uh, I gotta say. <laughs> The best games that I've played so far for VR, um, Super Hot is a must-have. I have it. Uh, I haven't played it in VR yet. Oh, dude, you have to play that in VR. Uh, you you feel like you're Neo in the Matrix. The first couple levels are really easy, but once you really get going and and you start and you play through a couple times, it's a short. It's short. Okay. Um, you're really like like the one level. It was, it's it's a, you're you're hijacking a plane <laughs> and you're you're sitting there and there's like a martini glass. You're in like where the stewardess would be. Yeah. And there's like a wine bottle and a martini glass. There's a guy coming from your back, right? You pick up the body, you throw it in his face, right? And then you, you, while the gun's flying out, you grab the gun while it's in the air, and then you lean over and you point and you shoot someone else <laughs> while you're dodging bullets. You know, it's 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 just a really cool feeling. It's one of those where you know where time, you know, you know the concept of the oh, game yeah. where time time moves when you move. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's well done in VR. I would have to say that is probably my best experience so far in VR. I continually go back to that game. I'm gonna have to try um, it. If you like that, though, that's why I highly recommend The Wizards. It's not time moves as you move, but it does things that make me feel like either a wizard or a superhero. Because, mm -hmm. like, I can blast out fireballs, right, with the one hand or whatever spell I want to put. And then your left hand is, like, your arcane shield. So, you know, and you have to, like, do the gesture to actually spawn the shield. So you kind of feel like Doctor Strange. Like somebody's throwing a you know a spell at you and it's like you bring up your left hand you block that with your shield then you chuck a fireball at the guy to the right like it's oh it's so good dude <laughs> <laughs> i think that's an exclusive for the rift isn't it i don't know it's on it's on steam as well so it, it would be rift and vive 
Maybe it is. All right. So maybe we'll work for, you know, there's actually um, a hack where I can make the PSVR work on the PC. Oh, really? Yeah. I think there's hacks for it, but I, I'd have to, I'd have to, I, first of all, my PC would never run it. Um, It's junk. Oh, Wizard is in uh, HTC. Oh, oh is on dude, oh, get right it, on. get it, get it, get it. Oh, I need a PC first. I need oh, a decent PC first. All right, first. fair enough. So, um, but anyway, so I would have to say, like, hands down, it's uh, super hot. Um, Moss, it was amazing. Oh, that's right. I got to play that too. Moss, just the environment of Moss was what I was enamored in. Like, the the, the puzzle solving and the side scrolling, not super difficult. Okay. Um. You can play through that fairly quickly as well, but the environment is so beautifully done. And if it looks beautiful on the PlayStation or original PlayStation, if you can get your hands on it, um, totally worth it. That was another great one. I actually prefer that more than Astrobots. I know Astrobots is a huge seller for the PlayStation VR. I preferred Moss. I I felt like it was just a it was just a better environment. It felt like it was uh, it felt like um. You know, like when you watch those those fantasy movies, sure. and you see the beautiful scenery and all that. It was very like that, and it just puts you in there, huh? Yep, it was. I loved it. Um, I thought that was a great one. Uh, let's see. I know Beat Saber gets a lot of love. I did not play that one yet. It's on my list. Um, I have and not I actually played it yet. did. You watch that video of the people playing drunken bar fight? <laughs> I did not. I gotta watch that. I know you Dude. posted it. It's got, it's got shit so reviews, hard. I gotta say. It does. Listen, it's cheap as hell, and, and I think I would get maybe 20 minutes of solid fucking laughter out of that out of that game, and then I'd probably never play it again. <laughs> so I don't know if I'm going to pick it up or not, but watch the video, because the four dudes that were playing were just having the best freaking time ever. <laughs> Actually, if you want to try something fun, uh, one of the things I did pick up was Creed. Uh, oh, yeah, I heard that was great. That game is fucking dope. All now, I have knock. I have knockout kings, which is similar, but that's more of a uh, Mike Tyson's punch out type VR boxing. Creed is kind of similar. It's not like technical boxing, so don't go in thinking like you're mm-hmm. gonna do that. Although you do have like the sway to dodge back, like you can dodge back to avoid a punch. You, mm-hmm. I mean, it's pretty dead on. Um, but all I have been asking for, and I've been a big knockout kings fan. Um, and then what did it become after that? Fight Night? It's like Fight Night Champions. I've loved those games, and all I've ever asked for, all I ever wanted was, you know, at the time when the Connect was the thing, give me something where I can get off my fat ass and do some, like, boxing moves, Yeah. And, and I would get some exercise. So, I hooked up Creed, I played it for about a half hour, I walked out of this office room of mine soaked. Like, yeah. Uh, what, I wear wear a bandana on your head when you're doing when you're playing these games before you put the headset on. That's what I, I've been doing, dude. It's I a never, I never in a million years thought it would be that much of a workout. It's mm-hmm. it's one of the main reasons I want one of my own because I mean I could still borrow this one for a while yet, uh, from what Luke was telling me, and I'm gonna just play it up. You know, every every day that I can, I'm gonna just jump in here and and just do a couple matches or do some training in the gym and like yeah it's a good um it's a it's good exercise you know and it's fun exercise not that i mean some exercising is fun but let's be real most it gets pretty it gets (laughs) most sucks (laughs) yeah and i've never been a gym guy like i i don't you know if i can find a way to just exercise on my own without you know dopes fucking kissing their biceps every time they pump iron um (laughs) i'd be happy you know i i just 
I, I don't go for that shit. <laughs> no. But um. No, but uh, yeah, it's good. There's then there's a lot. There's a couple, quite a few exercise games that are actually on the PSVR. Um, there's one that's like um a Mario Kart style, but you're running instead, so you got to run. Ooh. With your arms. Um, that's supposed to be a really good game. And the developer was all over Reddit when it came out. Man, they they were great. Like how communicative they were. They took all the feedback to make the game better. Uh. That's the thing with VR. It's a small, tight community. Yeah. And I feel like the developers are really trying hard to make sure they get the right game out. That's cool, though. Um, I mean, it sounds... If you ever... I'm just going to say, it sounds like they're really pushing it. Like, they, they really are. wanted to, to succeed. I, I hope it does, because at first, you know, I was like, ah, that's a gimmick. But once I played it, I'm like, you know what? No, this is really fun. No, it's the real fucking deal. Yeah, I don't think it's... It's not like Wii, you know, like, I'm a Nintendo fanboy, but let's be real. <laughs> the Wii was a gimmick. Uh, I don't a think brilliant this is like selling that. gimmick. This, it was. It was their best selling. What is it, the best selling console of all time? Or is yeah. That the, or is that yeah. the, the dude? Game my Boy parents stuff? bought one. My parents bought yeah. one. That's all I need to say. My and look, parents... don't be wrong. That, that was fun too, but this is different. No, this like, is, so this is total immersion. I mean, yeah. Again, and we—that's a great way to say it—is total immersion. You know, uh, my brother-in-law said the same thing. It was almost jarring taking the helmet off. And coming back, you know, into the room because, Mm -hmm. again, as far as your mind, eyes, and body are concerned, you're somewhere else. And Yeah, it it takes some getting used to. (laughs) It's weird. Like, it really feels like you're in wherever you are. It is the coolest thing I've ever experienced. It is by far my favorite experience of 2018. Um, I have a couple others. Um... You know, we can get we can get into that in a little, you know in a bit here. I mean, uh, Dragon Quest Eleven, I've, I've had a blast with. I got that when I got the new PC. I can't mm-hmm. I can't recommend that highly enough. It is such a great. It's the best Dragon Quest game I played. Uh, it's the best seller in the series in the states in the series history. Um, it's wonderful. Hmm. Um, and to kind of go uh, retro. I think one of my favorite experiences this year has been recently. Um, I got a review copy of the Bard's Tale 4. I've talked about it on a few episodes. I'm loving that. That has been a great experience. Um, Just kind of the old school, going back to certain things, uh, introducing new things like the puzzle weapons like I talked about. But anyway, one of the things I got was the Bard's Tale trilogy, the original three, remastered. Uh, Mm -hmm. I got that on, on GOG. And the first one came out in the 80s. I mean, to show you how old the series is. And they remastered it. They added a bunch of quality of life changes. Uh, one of which I'm eternally thankful for, which is auto mapping. Because somewhere in my house, I have graph paper that is the entire layout of the wine <laughs> cellar, the sewers, the catacombs. <laughs> and that's just how it was back then. You had to, you had to map it yourself. Dude, graph paper was so great for 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 mapping out, you know, games that you're playing yes. and making those little poppers. You remember those like yeah. poppers used to make? Yeah. Graph graph paper for some reason was the shit for that. I don't know if it was just because a little bit thicker or what, but yeah, it had a little more substance to it. Yeah. But um, but I'll tell you what, playing through that again, um, it it showed me what I loved about those games that I think a lot of modern RPGs don't get quite right anymore, and. The Bard's Tale 1, I mean, that's what I'm on right now. 
you know, there is a, there is grinding to it. You know, you have mm-hmm. to level your guys in order to get to, you know, your party, I should say, in order to get to, you know, the next area and survive. But what I think this does so well that a lot of games today that are grindy don't is that the difference between one character level, now we're talking an RPG and we're talking an, an old school RPG based on like Dungeons and Dragons and all that shit, um, the difference between one level to the next is huge. Like when you get that level up, like you get an extra layer of badass. It's not just a couple hit points and a couple damage points. Like you get, you know, better chances to hit things, better spells, better skills, um, you know, depending on your class, better chances to disarm traps. And every level feels like you get something really good out of it. So it makes you want to come back and keep leveling more. And um, I, I don't know, like I found myself getting hooked right back into the same kind of gameplay that, that nabbed me in the 80s and early 90s. You know, that grind fest that people would call it today. But I, I think that's where the games today are missing it. Like you just, you get a level in a game, like even Dragon Quest, which I'm loving, you know, it, it does some for you. But mm-hmm. until you get like three or four levels, what is it really doing? And I think that's where these old games really nailed it, man. Like every level, I'm like, oh, hell yeah, I can make it down to the next floor now. Like it's just, I don't know. It's it's very cool. I've had a lot of fun with it. So, yeah, any uh, old school uh, PC RPG fans, check, check out the Bard's Tale Remastered. Check out Bard's Tale 4. Really, really good. Yeah. I would have to. That sounds fun. I never got into Bard's Tale. I always get that confused with. I think it's King's Quest. Yeah, yeah, two different. Just because the names. Two I know two ones. way different. I know I'm way off. <laughs> uh, so nobody, nobody be like, "What? How can you even make the comparison?" But yeah, I know they're they're complete. But I don't know for some reason when I hear uh, Bard's Tale, I think of King's Quest. <laughs> no, no worries. Yeah, I, I, my other. Uh, I know we talked a lot about VR. My other. Um, great experiences i would have to say god of war was a huge one uh yeah. and that's right right from the beginning uh when you fight i forget his fucking balder name. um balder and uh, i don't yeah, even have it i don't even have it but i know <laughs> uh, i don't i don't really know a lot about norse mythology um i'm, I'm gonna be honest uh but it's my shit so I, i'm horrible with names too so but anyway when you, as soon as you fight that dude uh that fight is ridiculous and it's just like oh so this is setting the pace for the <laughs> this game. is what i'm in for <laughs> Just just like every other God of War game, I mean they they don't they they start off fast and and you just start the game running. So that was excellent, and it continues to be excellent. I still pick it up and play it. Um, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I'll I'll definitely be playing that one through. Uh, I'm obviously Smash Brothers. I yes. think has, has been probably my favorite one. Which you know I know GameCube one uh, Melee gets a huge amount of love. I really like the original. Um, a lot. Super I played fair. the crap out of that, and maybe it's because of nostalgia fact f- factor in there. Because uh, me- melee is good, but um, after melee, like the one for the Wii, the one for- the Wii was okay. The one for the Wii U was really good, but nobody played it. And then the one for the Switch has just been amazing. The, oh, entire, I was the, say, amount, yeah. the amount of content that they have in that game is just impressive, staggering. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, so there's the classic mode, which is familiar with the other ones. They're similar to the other ones. There's the the world of light you know mash and then there's the world of light mode which is spirits mode which 
you can fight to get spirits or you can go on to the the huge map like place where you fight different characters you gain them you gain spirits you build the spirits up yep. uh there, there's just so much that game and there's so many i wish they would tell you more of the references for the spirits because some of them i have no idea who the hell they are <laughs> yeah i uh, i agree man it's that's one of my top experiences this year my brother-in-law came up for like i don't know almost a week straight the day it came out and it's all we did like mm-hmm. I, pl- I played it with him i watched him play it um watch the game just slowly reveal all the layers that it has and uh that game is a masterpiece man fantastic it's great it's gonna be tough to top that if they ever do another one i know i forget the guy's name but um (laughs) he worked very hard on this one he pretty Uh, much works himself to death on every smash oh god did you see like some of his 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 reports like he just looked like he looks like hell so so if he ended on this note i'll I'll totally uh respect that i get it and sure you, you how do you top this? I mean, honest to God, how do you top this? I don't know. Like, who else could they possibly add? There's 80 fucking characters. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, and, and look, we're still unlocking. We we only have a couple unlocked. We don't have many, but because and that's another thing. My kids love it. Yeah. Um, Liam's getting really good at it, especially with uh, Ganon's his main. Oh wow! Um, and he's been doing really well with Ganon. Uh, Belmont baby. Uh, Calvin kind of stands around, but he's surviving, which is good enough. He runs away and jumps around, but uh, yeah. I don't care as long as he survives. I've actually found so I'm generally Toon Link, nice um, Captain Falcon, Samus, wow. and uh, Pikachu are my five or are my top ones usually. But I've just added a uh, Incineroar. Incineroar. Uh huh. That dude's been awesome. I've been kicking ass with that. And the Splatoon, the Squid Kid. Uh, I've been doing really well with the Squid Kid, too, which I'm not generally a speed player. I go for more balanced. Yeah. Um, Squid Kids are a little more speed, but they, they, they pack a punch in some of their hits. So uh, I've been doing really well with them, and uh, it's been really cool to play games with the kids. It's been really cool just to play the game in general, and the fact that I can play it at work. Oh, yeah. Rules. Simon Belmont's so, my one and only. Yeah, he's good. And um, uh, what's the other one? Trevor. Trevor, yeah, yeah, I unlocked him too. So, uh, but Ross fucking rocks the house with Duck Hunt Dog. Oh, you know what's funny too? Um, you just remind me. The other night we all played as uh, Game and Watch. Yeah. And I have been playing as Game and Watch now, <laughs> uh, which is the weirdest character in the game by far. I mean, his moves don't make any sense. You flip fish and pancakes at people out of a pan. <laughs> It's ridiculous, and uh, this is embarrassing. I got my ass handed to me by uh, the hell's that dog's name from Animal Crossing? The mayor. Oh yeah, yeah, I can't. Isabel. Yeah. Isabel beat the shit out of me. I don't even think I hit the ground. <laughs> I was just like, it was over in seconds. And I was just like, what the fuck? What just happened? So I don't know if they patched her in an update, but the second time I played her, I beat her pretty bad. So I don't know if they like they nerfed her at all. I heard other people were having some issues with her. Uh. Um, she actually has a very impressive move set uh, for how huh. like cute she is in the game. You know, yeah. like, don't let the looks fool you. She she plays pretty well. <laughs> She'll too. whip your ass. <laughs> yeah, she will whip your ass. So um, I've been loving that game. Uh, Super hot has been huge. Uh, and as far as like classic gaming, Octopath Traveler has been amazing. Yeah, um, which isn't really classic. It's another great game it's, though. It's it's but inspired it's, by it's classics. Styled, Exactly. Yeah. And I really enjoy the Super Nintendo Classic. Yeah. Uh, 
I think it's a great piece of hardware. I think they put and then look, I have a Raspberry Pi. I emulate it short yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, no, but if but we're gonna talk, is, yeah. This is more polished. I, I think they did it really well. The games that they picked are perfect. Uh, I've been loving that all year too. Yeah, it's a great, great little system. My brother-in-law brings that up all the time, and I'll play Chrono Trigger, or you know, he's also got his uh, modified. We'll say, and uh, he's got a bunch of shit on there, so it's a lot of fun. A lot it of is. Fun. He's even got like the he switched out, so all the carts pictures are all the Japanese pictures. Oh, that's that's awesome. <laughs> it's pretty dope. But, um, yeah. So what are your misses for the year? Do you have any that you didn't like? Any experiences? Any games that you thought were garbage that you thought you'd like? Um. Well, I don't know if I'd go as extreme as to say garbage. But um, let me just look here. I'm, I'm kind of looking in my installed library. I, I would say there was a couple that I think really dropped the ball. Um, I didn't buy it, but obviously the first one that comes to mind is Fallout 76. Um, <laughs> I think that game was, was sold <laughs> on a level that's nearly criminal as to what they promoted it to be and what it actually is. Uh, it's just that dumpster fire that keeps on burning. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that in the weirdest way, because I love the game to death, but I, I think Red Dead Redemption 2 had a... F- quite a few missteps um you know for someone like me or or for captain mike over bad fodder figures we we loved it we had a blast but um i i saw and felt the complaints that everybody else had with that game the controls are janky just like every other grand theft auto game has been janky and they just never they never evolved that control scheme Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it just never got better. And I think the longer that happens, the more worse it becomes. And it just, I think the best analogy I've ever heard about Red Dead Redemption 2 is it punishes you for playing it the way you want to play it when you're not playing it the way they wanted you to play it. Um, that sucks. And it's a fantastic game. Again, I just happened to play the game, I think, how they designed for people to play it. But... I mean, all the complaints are valid, and I think a lot of reviewers drop the ball in, in skipping over those. But, you know, in the opposite corner, and I've mentioned this before, um, probably, aside from VR, my favorite experience this year, and uh, tied for Game of the Year for me with Bard's Tale 4, which I, I'm absolutely loving, I can't say enough, you know, by NXL Entertainment, go grab that game. If you like RPGs, the Bard's Tale 4 is the best RPG to come out this year. Probably in the past two, two or three. It's that good. Um, but I'd say Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Going, mm. going from well. Red... Oh, dude, going from Red Dead 2 to Odyssey, where the control scheme, especially when you compare it to the first Assassin's Creed, has evolved to almost perfection. Like, you you don't even have to think about it. You just go. And it just works. Mm-hmm. And um, when you look at the open world, and even the graphics quality, I mean, Red Dead's a beautiful game, and it's lauded for its gorgeous visuals. But I I had more moments in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, like 
you know, climbing the giant statue of Zeus in the beginning of the game, which actually has a giant Zeus dick. Um, I found that out by climbing down the front. <laughs> but when you got to the top, you know, and you're looking out over the Aegean Sea, and you're finally getting a sense for just how massive the Odyssey game world is, and it's huge. I mean, Red Dead's big. This is huge. And I think it's it's breathtaking. There are so many moments in that game where you're just climbing to different vistas, and what you're seeing is just absolutely breathtaking. And it has been one of my favorite experiences on that alone. Like, I, I, I love it. You know, I love Odyssey for just visually blowing me away, and I, I love Bard's Tale 4 this year for just giving me the best experiences of the past with some of the best ideas for the future that I've ever seen in an RPG. It's just so good. You know, that that would definitely be mine. Misses and, and hits. I, it, it's weird that, you know, I, I, I throw Red Dead in a miss category, but, and again, I say in the caveat that I, I love that game, but there's too many people, myself included, where I was, like, punished for kind of playing it how I wanted to play it, and uh, I had to kind of toe their line. So... I think in a weird way, it's like one of the biggest hits of the year and one of the biggest misses. I've never seen that before, but I think that's just how it is. Hmm. Well, right on. Yeah. So, I mean, it's good to hear about. It's good to hear about Odyssey. I have not played oh, that one. God, so. I can't recommend it highly enough. Pick it up. Even if you hated every Assassin's Creed you ever played, pick up Odyssey. You'll love it. I'm telling you, it's it's like. It's a great game. If you even remotely like Greek mythology, you have to pick this game up. I will give it a shot. If I hate it, I am going to blame you. You can totally blame me, but I feel very confident that you will enjoy the shit out of it. Um, it controls like God of War, from what I understand. Uh, oh, sweet. So, yeah, it's it's similar in that regard. But, uh... All right, well, we've 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 uh, gone over our experiences in 2018, the stuff we're loving. Um, we'll just do a, a little bit of news here. Um, well, wait, I, I just want to say mm. I, I have one. I have one miss that I thought was I regretted. Oh yeah, buying, I'm sorry. And uh, that's okay. Um, I'm gonna have to say Black Ops Four, which I should have known not to get it to go in to, uh, going into it. But you know, <laughs> when I picked it up, and I've been just it's just been blah. <laughs> more of the same now i have not played their battle royale i was about to say fantastic. the the only good part of that game and i got it for free with this pc is blackout yeah which i hear is great i haven't Fan, tried it yet it's awesome don't even One bother day. with the rest of the game the rest of the game's garbage in my opinion but black but blackout is fucking that's a blast yeah i just have not been able to get into it and i think this will be the last call of duty i purchase uh, definitely mine would be the last I'd even take for free um, just because I feel like yep. Yep. Uh, yeah that's a huge miss man that's a good point and I hear Battlefield 5 is getting similar complaints yeah it's all the same at this point you know what I mean like that's I think that's one of the reasons I'm enjoying Splatoon 2 is just because it's so different oh it's so different it's fun to watch too my daughter yeah. loves to play it Paige loves to play that game when Ross brings his switch up she plays the hell out of it not very good but she plays the hell out of it yeah so what yeah, as long as she's having fun, who gives a crap? Yep, she has a blast with it. Uh, and actually, I, I I should say on the retro end, I picked up for her for a belated Christmas present because she's really enjoying platform games. Like she, it's for the first time she played Legos, uh, Lego Incredibles, mm -hmm. and um, well, not first time, but it's like one of the first times I didn't really have to help her in a game 
And not only did she beat it, she completed it. Like, she did all the side shit. She did everything you could possibly do in that game and unlocked, you know, almost everything except for the real obscure things that mm-hmm. in order to unlock them, you gotta, like, you know, jump through a hoop in two seconds. You know, shit like that. But just otherwise, she's, like, completed that game and had a ball. So I was like, you know what? I want to get her another platformer that I think she'll like. And today I picked her up the uh, Spyro Trilogy Remastered. Oh, sweet. On Xbox. Yeah, that's on my list. I'd like oh, to get that. It's so good, first off. That yeah. was one of my favorite PlayStation games. Um, and it's remastered beautifully. And she played it pretty much all afternoon. She had a blast. Awesome. But yeah. Okay, sorry. It's okay. Uh, all right, so we're going to move on to news here? Yeah, sure. Let's do some news. Um, also kind of part of the upcoming releases, I think we covered in the... Uh, the last episode, Nick and I were talking about Atlas, which is by the studio that made Ark Survival Evolved. Um, turns out they released it to, I guess, early access, and it's a total fucking dumpster fire. Um, of some of the stuff I've heard this week is is angering. Even though I never bought the game, but it's like it's another one of those situations where like, what the hell? Like, are they just burn uh, intentionally burning goodwill? I mean, obviously, uh, Ark had a, ro- a rocky start, but this one is so bad. And apparently, if you play with the controller and you go into the menu and you do a certain thing with the controller, you actually go right into the Ark <laughs> Survival Evolved interface. Nice. Like it's so broken and so bug ridden that and and not only that like it's become very obvious to the people playing it that they've just paid for a pirate skin that and, sucks. and not like a a full game on its own so i think they're scrambling to fix that um hopefully their audience will still be there when they do um uh, other upcoming things ace combat 7 is coming in january that's actually going to have a vr component which might be interesting although i I would think the uh, flying a jet in VR would probably make me puke. Oof. Uh, possibly shart. So yeah, yeah. If it's, you know when I don't do good with when when games do barrel rolls and stuff, that's when I'm like, woo, yeah. I'm out. Yeah, I did so. a, a roller coaster experience and I almost pissed my pants. Uh, just weird. Hey, hang on a sec. Uh, you might want to pause it. Um, you're breaking up a lot, and I'm not sure if it's you or if it's me. It might be you because. It's picking me up just fine. Okay, because my my speeds are at two seventy megs per second. So are mine. I don't know. I don't I mean, know if it's maybe it's your headset or that that USB jack. Yeah, maybe it could be. I mean, that's it could be because you're not you're not breaking up at all. Oh, okay, good. I just thought I just I'm missing like some of the chunks of what I mean. I I, I know I get just what you're saying, but I'm missing some chunks here and there. It's cutting. Shit, okay. maybe it is my headset. Yeah, you you just computer. cut a little bit there. I'm gonna fucking drop this computer. Well, all right, we'll, we'll soldier through, and I'll. I mean, I I think we'll be fine on the audio aspect of it. All right. Anyway, yeah, continue. So I think next one's you, Rage Two. Rage Two. I read it in this week's uh, Game Informer, this month's Game Informer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not play the first Rage. Uh, I I think I was burned out on a, uh, you know, survival, post-apocalyptic sure. games. But this one looks like a lot of fun. Um, from what I'm reading, it's, it's a lot of the action of doom and Wolfenstein, a lot of the shooting, you know, action with, uh, driving games here and there. And, uh, it just looks like, it just sounds like it's going to be a Mad Max type of game on steroids. 
Hmm. Um, there's like mutant. There's like a, a mutant games. You got to go in and, and kill a bunch of mutants. You, it's it's you have to drive to uh, like you know intercept tankers and stuff that have different oh, cool goods and like you have to strategically wipe out the cars that are protecting it. But then when you get up to it, there was a part where like rocket blasters and all these traps came out of the tanker to to oh, fight you. Hell yeah. <laughs> All while you're in a car, you know, so it's it just seems like there's going to be car battles, some driving. There's going to be a lot of like you know first person shooter battles and nice. uh, some questing. Uh, if uh, from what I'm reading, the entire town and village is going to feel alive. Uh, I like the sound of that. It, it seems it's a really good article. Uh, I, I think I might pick that one up day one. It seems like a really fun game. Yeah. It sounds like it anyway. When when does that hit? Early the early next year. All right, I might so have to I grab imagine- that too. January, February should be out soon. So very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So I that was some news. We'll move on to some more news. Um, I didn't really have too much here. I mean, we we kind of talked about our year in review. Um, yep. it pretty much has a has been a lackluster Christmas season. It looks like all the game companies kind of uh, just um, blew their wad in uh, November. You know, put a lot of their stuff out in October, November. You know, which is fine. Nah, Smash was December. Yeah, that's true. Smash was a great Christmas present. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they knew that was going to be a system seller. Oh, it's awesome too. Such <clears throat> a great game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think this one is yours, <laughs> Soldier Gaming Devices. Yeah, the Soldier Boy came out with some gaming devices, and uh, they're all legal as shit. And from what I've been reading on reviews, they're all garbage, and they're all <laughs> pre-exist pre-existing devices that he just kind of slapped, his stamped name his on. name um, on. What a bag of yeah. shit. Yes, and they're all they were all like um they're all illegal games. You know, back in like the early two thousands you could go to the mall those kiosks with all like the Nintendo games. <laughs> you could buy like it, it's similar to that. It's it's like a handheld device that has like uh three thousand games on it. It's all like Neo Geo, Nintendo, Playstation there's a couple PlayStation games on there, I think. Like what or no, there's no PlayStation. Yeah, uh, Sega Genesis, you know, it's all these games and you know they're not licensed because Mario's on there. Zelda's on there, Contra. Um, what pushed him to do that? I don't know. Like, I don't know. But so he also has a fuse box, which if you don't know <laughs> what a fuse box is, it's a Chinese gaming device that connects to Chinese servers. So a lot of it's in Chinese language, and he also upsells these things for about fifty to one hundred dollars more than what they you you what can buy them on AliExpress. <clears throat> he really so, is just shit. Yeah, so he's it's getting shit on pretty hard. Uh, As it should. It should, you're right. On top of it, he's bragging that he's not afraid Nintendo's going to sue him. Look, Nintendo will sue oh, Joe Schmo that, just that, that, that makes minimum wage. They just sued the And a couple people, like just random people that like, hey, they're they're just building a game for fun to make Zelda look yeah. more 3D. And it's like, nope, we're going to sue you for $12 million, even though they know that person makes minimum wage. Yeah, and they're just he, doing this as a side thing for fun. He ain't shit, and they'll fucking take him to the bank. And, and Soldier has money, so... They're not. They're of course they're going to go after him. In fact, and I don't know if we're the first to report this or not, but I'm on his website, Soldier Watch, right now, and there is nothing about any kind of gaming console on here. Really? So I'm I'm wondering if he, if he, uh, if Nintendo, he Nintendo pulled Nintendo, out the guns and said, and Dance, Nintendo was bitch. just like, oh, here, yeah, meet meet our lawyers. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's retarded. He it's he takes his stupid shit and he just slaps his name out. Like there's a soldier phone, soldier headphones, are uh, a soldier that, watch. Are people that into a, this douchebag? 
I don't know. A soldier watch. It's just an Apple. It's an I. It's a Apple Watch ripoff. Like, how is this guy not getting sued into fucking next Sunday? I don't know because you know what. That's interesting too because you know I don't I don't think anybody cares that there's these shitty ripoffs like even Nintendo the, these crappy hand consoles that nobody buys. Uh, Nintendo didn't care until he starts bringing it up, and now they're like, okay, well now we're gonna shut everybody down. Yeah, that's true too. Jeez, great, thanks, asshole. Right. Um, so uh, it's it's just I just thought that was a funny topic. Go look up some reviews for it. <laughs> um, listen to a couple podcasts talk about it too. Uh, I know um, CU Podcast does a really good <laughs> review of it. And they called they called Soldier Boy the scumbag seller of the month, <laughs> or of the week, possibly the year. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so. Oh, that's great. I'm going to have to look further into that. I, I love, again, I love a good dumpster fire. Um, <laughs> all right. So we'll move on to the, again, the question of the bye week, our last one of the year. It's it's the one Kyle and I already discussed. And that was, what was your best gaming experience of 2018? And uh, while I bring up the voicemail, Kyle, why don't you uh, give out the voicemail number? Oh, dude, I don't have it handy. All right, <laughs> you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to say it this time. It's a six one zero eight one zero one six five four. We do have a couple of voicemails this week, and uh, I will play them now. Uh, here we go. Gentlemen, how do this is Captain Mike from Bad Fata Figures. What's up, Mike? Dropping on by with my favorite gaming experiences for this year. I have to say it's uh, Spider-Man, God of War, and Red Dead Redemption. Finally, Mm -hmm. as uh, Marvel fans, Spider-Man fans, we got a proper Spider-Man game. They nailed the traversal, the story, the combat. Uh, It's a game that adults and kids uh, alike enjoy. Certainly my kids have spent a lot of time with that game. Uh, God of War might just be the perfect game years when the dust settles here. We might look back on that one as the perfect game of all time. Visuals, combat, the ambiance, music, etc. That 100% nailed it. Um, However, for me, it's got to be Red Dead Redemption as the best gaming experience. Mainly because, you know, if I compare the two, I am more drawn to, I guess, gun combat in American history than I am mythology and hack and slash. So I think with Red Dead, you know, you can spend hours being immersed in that culture. If that's really not something that suits you, you can play the narrative, which there's plenty of to do. Um, you know, I have over 100 hours in it, and I enjoy it so much that I'm currently playing through the first game to sort of tie everything in. Um, is the game a little slow going and hand-holding in the, in the beginning as far as, you know, learning how to use the camp and all that stuff? Sure, but I think once it picks up is... Uh, my choice game of the year, the best experience I've had in gaming in a while. Hopefully others will uh, call in and, and talk about what they've enjoyed, but those are my top three. And let me wish you all a happy new year. Take care, gentlemen. Take care, Mike. Thank you, and happy new year to you as well. Um, you know what? I, 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 I got to give it to Red Dead, uh, based you know even what he was saying there, too. I got to give them a, a few more points. Uh, the story in Red Dead 2 was one of the best I've experienced. Um, the characters, the writing, it was fantastic. Um, the game might have gotten your way at times, but 
Uh, I also have over a hundred hours in it, so it's not like I I you know only played a little bit of it. I played the shit out of that game, and I enjoyed it. Um, and I I I don't know. I got to agree with you, Mike. It, and again, going back to God of War, uh, it's the only game that's come out in the past couple years that literally had my finger on the trigger of buying a PS4. Um, I came very close until I got the, and I was, I was still holding out that I might get one to get PSVR, but I think now that I got the new PC, I'm just going to save up for a rift, but I will say I'm, I'm hoping someday, somehow, some way, God of War can come to PC and I'll get to play it then. But, uh, what do you think of Mike's call? I think it was good. I think he's spot on. I did not play Spider-Man yet, but that is that is. I've something heard it's that, phenomenal. Uh, I've heard yeah, it's I'm, fucking great. When I have more time to play it, I will absolutely be picking that one up. So, um, I would probably the only thing I would disagree with, and I don't even disagree because I haven't played Red Dead Redemption two, but I think between the two, I would probably lean more towards God of War. But that's more preference because yep. I, I love the God of War series. I could probably love Red Dead Redemption two. You know also but i just i've always been more of a god of war type of game yep over of red dead redemption type of game so that's more preference than anything sure sure um, but but uh i i don't think he's wrong in any of those three uh, i think he's spot on yeah i'd i'd say those are three awesome picks for some of the best experiences you can have this year and this yep. is just coming from watching spider-man and watching god of war um i'm foaming at the mouth to play both of them i just wish i could I wish it would come to PC, because now I can actually play it. <laughs> All right, we got one other voicemail. Who could it be from? Hmm. <laughs> Gentlemen, oh, I never would have guessed. Three in a row, three in a row. Woo, three in a row. Fred made it for three in a row. We're on the street. Don't you know? Hey, yeah, it's the end of the year. Time to push 2018 into the trash and open the box and let 2019 jump out and say, surprise, here I am, let's see what we got. Yeah. <laughs> so you want to know about gaming and stuff like that. You know, let me just tell you one thing out there. I am tired of all these people with this, this was the greatest year in gaming. This year was the best year ever for me. You know, every year you read that, this was the best year, this was the best year, this was the best year. How about we good just point. Said, hey, this was a good year for gaming. They packed it good. They did what they were supposed to do. They did their job. Yeah, that's all you guys you know, say. Are we to the point where we expect nothing and then we get greatness? We're like, oh, <laughs> no. These people are running a business. You're building them money, so you should be expecting quality back for your money. You bought a car and you go out to your car seven days a week and start. If it only started five days out of the week and didn't start two, it'd be like, this is the greatest car ever. I just don't have to drive somewhere these two days. It's great. No. You go to your car, you expect the thing to start. Just like games. And yes, problems will jump up. I understand that. And as long as they patch them, fix them, hey, I'm all for that. But you know, this is the greatest year. And it was a good year. It was a good year. It should be a good year. We're paying money. We want good years. Great. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm done ranting. I'm sorry. That's how we kicked 2018 to the curb of rant. Anyway, I, I did that uh, Microsoft uh, Snow Globe thing. <laughs> it told me I played Fortnite more than any other game. Yeah, I do that. I did, well, me and the grandson play Fortnite. I do well, a lot I thought that was a euphemism right? for doing coke. Unlock all that crazy stuff. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, this is a retro rant Fred French news exclusive. It said I put uh -oh. 959 hours into Fortnite this year. Holy, Holy shit. Holy, what was I thinking? What in the world am I doing? Shame on me. 
He just likes watching the flaws. all these big time gaming exclusive things that I've been sitting around to play. And I've been sitting on Fortnite my whole entire life grinding <laughs> this stuff out. <laughs> Holy shit. There's all the little kids. I got to get out of this thing. I got to start playing better games. <laughs> I know. Thanks for telling me. I know. That's a lot. Uh, what's the, uh, but highlights though, Lolo came out, huh? Yeah. If you got yeah. play Lolo, what's wrong with you? Throwback there to one of his first calls. I hope to yeah. dive into God of War and dive into Detroit Become Human and uh, hmm. Spider-Man, yes. It's fun to drive into the next year, so I, I'm kind of giving you a future cast instead of a past cast, so anyway, man, happy New Year to all and have a great time with your New Year and I'll see you next week. Well, two weeks, whatever. Anyway, Arrivederci, man. Arrivederci. Keep the ship sailing. Adios. Arrivederci. Ariba Turkey. Ariba Turkey, Fred. Um, <laughs> hey, you know what? He brings up a good point. I, I, you know, I do think people like to use the best year in gaming a little bit too liberally. Um, mm-hmm. If Indeed. I had to look back on 2018, I'd say it was a good year, um, depending sure. on what system you had. I think if you had a PlayStation, it was a fucking great year. Um, and that's coming from somebody who doesn't have one. Um, now that I'm, I'm catching up on a lot of the PC games I've missed because I couldn't play them, I'd say it was a fantastic year for PC gaming. Um, Switch was great. Switch was great. Xbox, not so much. And I I love my Xbox. I bleed green. And, um, I'll be getting one of the next generation. I mean, I, I think one of the biggest hits Microsoft had this year was Game Pass. Um, they, cause they didn't really, they didn't really have any exclusives. Maybe two. What Forza? No, and their and their price point for Game Pass is what's what's spot on. Totally. I mean, like PlayStation had it, but it wasn't cheap. Yep. And uh, not not ten bucks a month to play tons of games, and it's and it's they give you a pretty solid list. Like PlayStation's yes. list was much bigger, but they give you a pretty solid list for the money on the Xbox. I mean, look, that's how I've been playing Rocket League. Yeah, hundred so, uh, plus games for ten bucks a month, and they're adding stuff bad. all the time. Man. And and there's great mm-hmm. games on there like Mutant uh, Year Zero. Check that out, mm-hmm. dude. Or Mutant Road yeah, to well, Eden or whatever. Um. Yeah, a lot of good games on there. Yeah, I mean, to me, if I had to pick out what what made it a good year for Microsoft, it's definitely the Game Pass. I've had it since January or February. I've been very satisfied with what they've added to it. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's a really great uh, great way to play some games. Um, and again, the big draw to that for me, and again, this is where you know it could have been a better year for Game Pass, is any exclusively Microsoft-published game is getting put on there. So, you know, day one, you can pick it up. So I think the, be- the next big thing from Microsoft is going to be in February with um, uh, Crackdown 3. Mm-hmm. Um, another weird thing, and, and I, I couldn't believe this too. Their their other big exclusive for this year was this game called Below, and they didn't they didn't really talk about it. Like they kind of just swept it. Not, un- huh? yeah, I know nothing about that one. They swept it under the rug, and like Mike was talking about it, and I was talking about it with them a little bit in their Discord. They're like, man, what kind of a, a shit show is this going to be? Because they just stopped talking about it, and it turns out. It's a great little game. Like, it's kind of their... Um, it's kind of like, you know, those games like Limbo, where you're just not told much, and mm-hmm. you kind of just explore. It's Again, it's another kind of Norse mythology kind of deal to it. Um, and I, I just started playing it the other night, but I really like it. 
Like, I, I just don't understand why they ignored it. It's a decent little exclusive. So, hmm. and I think you can get it on PC as well. Not a real graphics-intensive game by any means, but... Uh, no, it doesn't look like it. But yeah, I mean, it was a good year for gaming, I think. Um, it could have been better in some areas, for sure. I mean, this is definitely one of the weakest Christmas seasons outside of Nintendo Switch's offerings that I think I've ever seen. Um, it just didn't have a lot of, of big things coming out, you know, this month. Um, but yeah, I mean, all in all... But that's... But that's okay. I mean, overall, it was a good year. We got some... Uh, you know, I don't really abide by the whole good year, bad year sure. type of thing. You know, I, I just think it's like, hey, some great games came out this year. Yep. Uh, and great games come out every year. I can't think of a year where there hasn't been games that I wanted. Uh, so, I mean, sure, some some years there's more games yeah, that I want. Some years are slower than others, but... <clears throat> but that's okay. Like, it doesn't have to be... Because, you know what? Like, I have a wallet that I don't want to freaking burn a hole in all the time. <laughs> so it's okay if there's... If we if I go a chunk of... Like, all right, you, you release a bunch of good games. Give me time to play those good games. <laughs> Give me time to it play them and recover. My list is long enough already. You know, oh, I don't God. need it to get worse. So I'm I'm content. I felt like it was a solid year for all systems. Uh, it's good to see gaming do well. I'm not like a Nintendo everything, PlayStation, blah, 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 Xbox sucks. I yeah. like to see when they all do well because that's only beneficial to us. So I'm just happy that the systems exist. They're all doing okay. And uh, yeah. yeah we like we have another year, year of games to look forward to. It's not going to be another you know, video Before the crash. PS5 hits, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that's good news. But, um, all right, you know, thank you, everybody, for your calls. Uh, Mike, thank you, Fred. Um, really appreciate it. Great input there. And, again, I think we've ended the year on a great note. Um, mm-hmm. I- I'd say we'll just go right into the shout-outs here. Um, I think, uh, again, I, I, I for I'll let you go first, Kyle, and then I'll go. I'm just going to collect my thoughts here. But as far as any shout-outs you want to do for the end of the year, uh no just want to say happy new year to everybody hope everybody had a great holiday and uh hope everybody has a has a very uh successful new year i'll take it (laughs) um no and and i i would say the same i wish everybody a very happy new year uh to all our friends in the podcast community and all our fans especially um I, I want to thank everybody that's been listening to the show and spreading the word and getting our name out there. I mean, around January or February, I think we were kind of at our six-month mark. I think we were averaging, you know, maybe 20 to 30 downloads per episode. And at this point, we're well over 100 every time we drop one. And I, I just, you know, that's awesome growth to me. And... It just shows that you guys are enjoying it and telling people about it, and I just wanted to take a second and say thank you for that. Um, and and we it gets bigger every episode, which blows my mind. So thank you all for spreading the word. Uh, thank you to any podcasts that have been out there giving us shout-outs. You know, Everyday Gamers, Bad Fodder Figures. Um, always appreciate that, and, and all you guys. Um, and I, I want to give another shout out to uh, Team Good for Gaming. We're actually going to be changing the name this year in uh, t- for 2019 in honor of Mason Sims. Um, that is uh, uh, Meef J from Everyday Gamers, um, his son that passed away. Um, we're honoring his life uh, in 2019, and we're changing our name to Mason's Little Warriors. And uh, we hope to raise money in, in causes, um, you know, that 
that help kids, that help kids and sick kids especially. Um, so I just want to give a really big shout out to that group. Every single person that's a part of Good for Gaming and a part of you know, now Mason's Little Warriors, uh, every single one of you is, is doing something to help make this world a better place. And I just think that is a really, uh, it's such a great quality and, and just such a great thing to be able to say about anybody. I mean, every one of you in there has done something in some way to make life better for a child out there that's facing, you know, illness, you know, adversity, and uh, also for mental health. I mean, they're just, they're an amazing group. And I just don't have enough good to say, you know, I, I can't say enough good about them. So I'm looking forward to seeing what 2019 brings and looking forward to contributing more on my part. You know, do some more streaming and get some more donations because I'm, I'm just now getting into the streaming and having a lot of fun with it. Uh, now that I got a decent setup, so anyway, go team G4G, team MLW, Mason's Little Warriors. <clears throat> um, again, big shout out to Everyday Gamers. Uh, they've been dropping some best of episodes that I've been having a blast with. Um, they had a top twenty fast foods, and I I loved that. Uh, Holy headshot, Chris, uh, one of their previous hosts, mentioned uh, Roy Rogers. And uh, we actually have one of those off the uh, turnpike here in Allentown. <laughs> and uh, you haven't really seen those since the 80s, I'm sure, Kyle. But I'll tell you what, the fixing bar looks like it's been sitting there for that long. And uh, <laughs> it's still good burgers, though. I don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, again, a big shout-out to Bad Fodder Figures. Mike, Matt, Jeremy, and um, Eric. Love you guys. <laughs> Uh, you just keep putting out great shows, uh, showing us a bunch of love, and I always appreciate that. And um, hopefully w this 2019 will have some more uh, retro rents and bad fodder figure gaming nights. And uh, we'll, we'll start some chaos there, and we can do the battle of who's going to be the worst. So it should be a, a good time. <laughs> um, I think that's it on the shout-outs. Unless you have anything else to say there, Kyle, I'll just... Uh, put out where you can reach all of us. Um, nothing on your end? No, nothing really on my end. Uh, you can reach point on, uh, on uh, Facebook, Facebook slash group slash the save point, save oh, PT. I, actually, it's tiny.cc slash save point. Uh, I, okay, I, I have been meaning to change that forever. <laughs> uh, yep, and you can email us at uh, the retrorents at gmail.com. Um, you can reach the Retro Rents on Twitter at the Retro Rents. Uh, you can reach me at Retro Rents Al. You can reach our other co-host Nick at Black Eagle Ops. Kyle doesn't use Twitter, nope. uh, but you can actually reach all of us. We each have our own Twitch channel. Uh, I'm Retro Rents Al. Kyle is at Kibis K I B B I S, and Nick is at Black Eagle Ops. Uh, so hit us up on Twitch. Keep an eye on us. You know, subscribe, and we'll let you know when we're streaming. And I think that will be it for our last episode of the year, which would be episode 30. We actually ended middle-aged. Wow. Yeah, how about that? Wow. It doesn't seem like we did that many. I know, right? And it's been, uh, it'll be two years in July, which is crazy. Crazy. I'm making these a cake. <laughs> but, uh, all right, man. Other than that, Kyle, I hope you have a great new year. Um, you know, have a blast with the wife and kids. Yeah, I hope you do too, man. I hope you guys all have a good time. Uh, I'm sure I'll find some way to have fun. Turning 37. You know, ugh. <laughs> yeah, I'll be 38 in 2019. So, 
Yeah, I'll be 37 I, I, in two days. I don't like that. I feel you. know, it's funny. I I never wanted to 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 be like, oh man, I woke up at 35 and all of a sudden my back hurt. Blah blah blah. But I gotta tell you, man, like my knee has been fucking killing me. <laughs> <laughs> and I have no idea what I did to it. So well, I know what I did to mine. I got fat, and I really <laughs> need to, I really need to play more Creed. <laughs> yeah. Yep, get on that Creed and Knockout Kings, buddy. I need to. Bad. That's what I'm going to do, so... But, uh, yeah, man, have a happy new year, and the same goes to all of you listeners out there. Again, thank you for spreading the word. If you enjoy what you hear, please leave us a review, or at the very least, spread the word to your friends and others that you think would enjoy the show. Uh, thank you again, everybody who listens. Thank you to everyone who gives us shout-outs, and I hope you all have a very good new year, and it's the start of a very great 2018. And if I could just find where the fuck my mouse pointer went. <laughs> and on that note, everybody, have a great new year. And we'll see you in a couple weeks.